But I am going to first share with you some information and I give a little teaching here that came through really recently. It's something that I've taught about before, but a new, I guess, um, perspective, a new angle just recently came through that I channeled. So I actually have notes here because I'm kind of still learning it myself. But what I like to do is when I've channeled some new information, I like to come up like this and share it with you guys. Because as I share it with you guys, you're also connecting with the information and you're contributing to it because that's how energy works. We're all up here in the, you know, the in the omniverse and our higher selves are like uh, connecting. So when we show up, even in the replay, we are co-channeling and we are having these experiences. By the way, before I get started, I want to invite you, if you aren't already, to please like, subscribe, share, comment um, on YouTube, click the little bell so you'll get notifications when live streams are going up and videos are going up. Um, also comment and, excuse me, leave an, uh, a review for my podcast, however you get your podcast. That is so very helpful. And also follow me on Instagram, and that handle is at Trisha Carr Charm, not Charmed, even though my podcast is called Charmed Life. I just couldn't get Trisha Carr, so I just added Charm on there. <laughs> so let's get into it. We're going to talk about body-to-body communication. Body-to-body. That Now, what I'm saying here, I'm not saying like my body to your body. I'm talking about the different bodies that we have. We have the physical body. And then we have subtle bodies, the mental body, the emotional body. We have more than that. In fact, I've done a lesson in our energy intensive, the um, multi-week program that Crystal Crystal and Compton and I ran, where I talked about the subtle bodies, uh, meaning all of the spiritual multidimensional bodies, such as the etheric body and the astral body and so on. We're just going to talk about the triunity of the mind, body, spirit. We usually say mind, body, spirit, or sometimes we say mind, body, soul. And then the triunity, how we're going to look at it is that spirit component. We're going to look at it as the emotional body. So body to body communication, physical body to mental and emotional body. I'm specifically going to talk about how the physical body is communicating about what is going on with those more subtle bodies, with the mental or the emotional body, basically the energy bodies. So let's first just recap. Maybe it's a recap. Maybe it's new. It's a recap for people who have been in some of my classes and courses. Let's talk about the fact that our energy body, the electromagnetic field, that component of the subtle bodies is electric and magnetic, as the name would imply. Electromagnetic. Electric energy is the sending out energy, the frequency energy, the giving energy. Magnetic is the magnetizing, the bringing in, the attracting, the pulling toward and taking in. So you could also say active energy is the electric and passive energy is the magnetic how these relate to the subtle bodies in the the language we're talking about today, mental body and emotional body. Mental body is the electric body. We are thinking thoughts. We are we are executing our will, whether it's by our thoughts or our um, actions even. And the actions really is the outpicturing of the thought and will to the physical body or the communication. And then the emotional body is the magnetic body, the pulling to the attracting. If you are familiar with Neville Goddard's 
work. He is an author and a teacher. Well, he's passed now. He was an author and a teacher and a philosopher. And he has a book, which you 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 got to get it today if you haven't read it yet. It's a very short, dense, powerful book called Feeling is the Secret. And he's talking about the feeling or the subconscious mind is the feeling body and it is pulling it is attracting it, and then it is out impressing upon the conscious mind or the mental, the electric, so that manifestation can happen. And so feeling is the underlying energy. It actually precedes the mental body. So if it's a kind of a chicken and the egg thing, we've got it set in motion now. So they actually are looping one to the other. What I mean to say here is that the mental and emotional, they are interdependent. They're they correlate, they are symbiotic. So I have a feeling, it turns into a thought. I think something and I catalyze a, a deeper feeling about something, right? So they go, they're going round and round. And even though, but like the very first, um, the very first feeling and thought execution, it was feeling first and then it became a thought. And, and we can see this when we look at babies, right? Babies don't have a mental construct yet. They don't have the structure or matrix of a mind. Their mental body is underdeveloped. They're all feels. They're all feels, but they can feel, right? And eventually those feels respond to the outside world and they start to map things onto the uh, stru- and make a structure of how to feel in a pattern and then how to react in a physical sense. And so fundam- fundamental is the feeling or the emotional, and then it's mental. But when we have, they, we have it, we're all adults now, and we, we've set some things in motion. We have something like a script running. We've put some things in the shadow or in the unconscious mind, and we have patterns of thought happening, and that's keeping a pattern of emotions going too. So we're going to look today at how the body is out picturing what's happening in the energy bodies, the mental and emotional bodies. Now, the, when something has wound, has come to the physical experience, it is basically old news. It's the last stop. It is the off-gassing, the releasing, and even you could say the healing of the more subtle mental and emotional bodies. And so the body is always communicating. And we're going to look at it today from the standpoint of this communication being injury and or illness. But we're going to, so when you hear me say body communication, I would, I want you to think of, I want you to think of that reframe as communication, because when we think of injury and illness, we tend to be in the victim mode because indeed we're, we're unwell. (laughs) You know what I mean? If we've, if we're under some kind of harm, but we want to be in the neutral objective um, seer position in order to be able to interpret. And interpretation is different than analysis. Analysis is something that is done with the conscious mind, and it is not necessarily including the whole mind. Interpretation is when we take something from subconscious, and then we pull it out into the um, conscious and it is a, a through line. So we're, it's a holistic experience. So interpretation is different than analysis. Analysis sometimes is stress and anxiety and it's overthinking. And we want to be out of that overthinking and we want to be in the neutral place where we can connect with the higher perspective, the higher vantage point of all is well, no matter what is happening. 
in the mental, emotional, or physical bodies. In fact, we are operating from our metaphysical and we are operating from our omnidimensional perspective, the perspective that is shoulder to shoulder with angels, with God. So this doesn't mean to diminish anything that's happening in our physical realities, whether it is something that is injury or illness, or whether it is something that is outside of our 3D control, meaning it could be something societal, it could be something socioeconomic, it could be something um, congenital, something that we've inherited in some way or another. We are actually coming from a higher standpoint to find out where we are empowered in, in any and all situations or conditions in the conditional world. We want to work from the unconditioned. All right. Here we go. Let's talk about it. This is the brand new information. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm think you guys can chat away. Uh, can't post comments to some destinations. Okay, that's fine. I don't know why. So it's t- it's giving me a message that I can't post to some destinations. So if some of you don't see me see my comments, that's sorry about that. Anyway, back to the jam. So let's uh, let's get into the brand new information that came through. And I'll tell you the way that this came through for me was because I was dealing with a physical issue. Well, more than one physical issue. I was like, it was like a whole um, a do- domino effect from one thing to another thing to another thing. <laughs> and uh, finally, it wound up with um, the least, actually the least part of it. I had this terrible, and it's still I'm still healing it, an injury, but it, it, I just, I didn't turn in a way and it was like sudden, but it, it showed up. So it is acute. And um, it's, you know, in the spine, up in the upper spine here, and it affected my shoulder and it really affected my neck. And it was really, really painful and it was pinching nerves and stuff. And so I've got a lot of it worked out. I've been rehabbing it and I'm on the mend. But as I was dealing with that and being in the most neutral, I had many days and great opportunity to just be with the communication. And so I plugged in to some part of my spirit team and they channeled some information, which is new to me. And this is the new part. So when we have something going on, we're gonna, I'm going to start with the new stuff. We're going to break it down a little bit, but I want you to hear, I want you to listen. And I want you to listen with your heart. And if you want to take notes, you might find this to be beneficial. At some point, I imagine this will wind up in a class. Okay. The new information is that when we have communication, or we can say injury or illness, we're calling communication from the physical body that is showing up in the structural body or in the tissues. The structural body, when I say tissues, I mean, I know organs are tissues, but I'm talking more about muscles and, uh, you know, when the, when the skeletal system and the structure of the body is being affected. And this could be joints as well. This is the electric energy or it is the mental body that is communicating. So this could be as in those scripts that we're running. It can be beliefs, thought habits, thought patterns. And it can also be as much as how much what we're thinking about and whether we are physically acting upon it. And the physical action can mean like physically moving and doing things, taking steps towards something or not, whether we are moving too much towards something, or we're inhibiting ourselves from moving forward, but it also is the execution of it so far as speaking, because that's a physical manifestation as well. Pardon me while I have my notes up here, but you know, I want to make sure I kind of get the information out. So once again, structural issues 
are the electric or the mental body. The second piece is, excuse me for banging the mic. Second piece is when we have functional system communication. So that's organs, organ systems, because an organ is actually a system in and of itself. This is digestive system, reproductive system, respiratory system. When you think of anything like that, that is a system or, or an organ, then these are the emotional body or the magnetic energy, feeling habits, your sensitivity. If that sensitivity is a codependence. And that when we're talking about codependence in a more, in a grander sense, in an actual sense that would be technical for um, like psychological for science sake, that would also then be bridging. It would be working with both the mental and emotional bodies. But I'm talking about the codependence because, you know, to be actually codependent, there's a behavior involved and behavior is the execution or the electric energy. But I'm talking about the emotional codependence, which is your sensitivity, your empathic nature functioning in a way that it is depleting you and you are maybe, um, you're, you have tentacles, you have these energetic tentacles out into other places and spaces and people in a way that it is actually pulling in toxic energy for yourself. And what else? Oh, this can also be the eating and drinking habits. That's a, of course, there's a behavior there, but it is a strong pull because the magnetic is what we're pulling in, what we're putting in. So eating and drinking habits, which we can, once again, this will be bridging over into the mental, but we will want to fundamentally look at the, uh, the emotional energy. And it's also breathing. Breathing now, breathing is both electro and magnetic. Yes, electric and magnetic, because when we, that's electric, and then we inhale, then that is magnetic. But usually when our breathing is off, you know what I mean? Like when we don't have a good breathing habit, it's because we're holding our breath and we're not actually, we're not actually breathing in. That's usually where it starts rather than, I mean, you know what I mean? You get it, right? Like you're probably holding your breath and rather, rather than like always, you know, blowing out all the time. So it could be meaning that breath work and conscious breathing would help you with that because you may be holding your breath at times of stress, worry, or depression. All right. What are you guys thinking so far? I'm just going to give you a few more tips about this, and then we're going to move in to uh, the reading. So let's just talk about the fact that this communication, it is all, once again, it is correlated, it is interdependent, the mental and the emotional, because the emotions then stoke Thoughts and thoughts then create more feelings. You know, we're always responding in that looping way. Inflammation now. Inflammation happens in all parts of the physical body. And so inflammation is basically an overload. It means that there is too much of something going on. It, it is, it's more widespread and generalized than saying it has to do with the mental or the emotional. It actually has, to, it is the, it is the fire that is that is fueling the communication from the body. So inflammation is an overload. It's generalized. It is an act. It's the activating substance that is powering the communication and meaning the injury or illness. Um, all right. So what we want to do is we want to listen to the communication from the physical body the same way that we would listen to our partner. When you're having an argument with someone, when you're having a, a hard discussion with someone and you're both activated or one or both of you are activated, 
there's not much function happening, right? The conversation isn't really working. If it's like, well, no, you did this. Well, you made me feel this way. Well, when you did that, then you, all we're doing is kind of hurting each other. We're just like smacking at each other. You know what I mean? And we're smacking ourselves a little bit too. And it's not really working. When we get a little bit tired of doing that and we cool our jets, or if we get, let's say we get activated and we decide not to communicate with someone when we're in a reactive state, but we get calm and we get neutral and then we come and sometimes people wind up in counseling because they need an arbitrator <laughs> to be there to say let's be neutral let's be let's be kind let's be open let's listen then we we need to hold that space from a neutral place so if the body is giving us a communication then we listen to it as a neutral partner in the way my body was telling me you are thinking that something is a pain in your neck. You are thinking that there is something that is too great to bear, a burden that is too great to bear. And yet you chose it. So there is some kind of miscommunication going on between me and me. My body is showing me I have too much, I have an overload because of the inflammation of a thought energy. And then, of course, as I go into those thoughts, I get deeper into the feeling state that is beneath it. But my portal to it is the mental body. That's what it was showing me. All right. Let's see. Looking at my notes here. All right. A couple other little tips here. Weight gain, some of you may be thinking about. Weight gain is fundamentally the emotional body and secondarily the mental body. Because the weight gain in this in the way if you think about it, when we when we put on extra put on more weight than we need, or when we're trying to work with uh, manage our weight, we work 75 to 80 percent with our diet, our intake, our our magnetic energy. And then we work uh 20 to 50, what is it, 20 to 25 percent with our movement prax- practice, which is our electric energy. That's how we manage our weight. It is mostly about diet. It's mostly about intake. So it's mostly about the emotion. It's about the emotional body adding extra weight. Also having too little weight, having not enough weight means that we could be repressing the expression of of our emotions, repressing the flow of our emotions. And therefore we could be losing weight. And uh, if we have an unhealthy weight in some way, fundamentally it is the uh, emotional body secondarily it gets to the mental body because, well, think about it, uh, we could start to get structural issues if we are holding too much weight or if we have too little weight because we're not strong enough then and we could have injury. And then, of course, um, it can affect the way that we think about ourselves, the way that we have uh, we esteem ourselves. And it can also then, if we are um, too, too small, too uh, light and we aren't strong enough if, or if we are too heavy, and it is difficult for us to move, it will affect how we are acting on our movement practice. And that has to do with mental. But you see how the mental is secondary to the emotional. Um, And I'm going to show you here a little graphic so you can break all of this down to a little bit more. This is a general way to look at some of the specifics. Mm, Let me give you... Okay. Emotional magnetism system... Uh, that's weight gain. It's fundamentally like 80% diet in the same way that it's 80% diet. Diet is intake. And then it affects emotions. It inhibits or affects the physical movements, self-thought and image. It can cause structural issues like joints and muscle atrophy. All right. I'm just looking at here. 
Okay, I'm going to give you a couple. I have a couple of examples. I gave you one of my own, which was the shoulder issue. I also have had issues in my reproductive system. I have endometriosis, and I'm I'm working on healing that right now. But that's been like a very prolonged, like something that you usually begin, like the disease begins in the teens or twenties, like pretty much, you know, when your reproductive system kicks off, but it's a progressive disease and unless there's some kind of intervention. And so that is all to do with feeling, you know, like an overproduction of feelings or a sending out of feelings, feelings being in places they're not meant to be because that's what endometriosis is, is that endometrium is not where it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be inside the uterus, but it's now gone all over the place and all over inside the body. So I, I, for a long time, didn't know how to be a healthy empath. I had my feelings trajecting all over the place. And, um, that's what that, so that reproductive system issue that I had, the communication like endometrium being sent out all of places that it's not meant to be my emotions, my feelings being sent out all the places that are not in the highest good for me. That is the communication from my body. Now, there are some other things I'm just going to address right now, and this is not a full in-depth lesson, but some people may be wondering about things like cancer or degeneration of something that, or congenital stuff. So cancer, I, I don't want to, definitely you all know I'm not a doctor, right? This is all anecdotal. It's all philosophical. It's spiritual. It's from the higher perspective. Um, what what cancer seems to be, if we want to look at the um, metaphor of like a computer, it's when there is a coding anomaly or error. Anomaly would be a way to reframe error. So we're just going to leave that at that. And so once again, you can look at how the cancer is expressing itself because it could be in a bone or a tissue or it could be in an organ system, so on and so forth. I'm not going to talk too much about that. I'm not an expert in it, and I didn't channel a lot of information on it. I just wanted to offer it with love, with compassion for all of us, and um, see if it is in some way, once again, all of this is offered as a way for us to feel empowered. Okay, another thing like degeneration. I had... I had I had a congenital issue with my eyes, meaning I was just kind of born with really poor lenses in my you know my eyeballs, <laughs> and so I I had very poor eyesight. I also had things like astigmatism and farsightedness, you know, just the eyeball shape. But my lenses, I couldn't. They they started clouding over even as early as like when I was a teenager. And by the time I was about 30, I was starting to become, I was legally blind. By the time I was 38, I was legally blind. And I had to get a few eye surgeries in order to basically cataract surgery. But it wasn't the same that we get when we're, you know, more advanced in age than that. It was something that was congenital that just my eyes were, you know, not, uh, they didn't work. So this is um, a hardware, like, again, looking at the computer. This is, you think about the word degeneration. It is the hardware, and if you that is really if you could upgrade it like I did with my eyes, that would be great. So sometimes we may need an intervention of surgery if it's something that can be supported by our technology. Um, I am I am an advocate for medicine as well as 
um, holistic therapies. I think that all of these things are one and the same. So for example, to go on a slight tangent, but you know, if there is something like, uh, oh, is there a, a, a mental concern or issue or a mood disturbance, or is there a spiritual disturbance? It's both and. And just which one will be the best way to help at that time? Which is the best to intervene? Is it prayer and energy work? Is it supplements? Is it movement practice? Is it all things holistic? Or is it the technology of medicine? I think, and maybe it's both. Maybe they both work together. So I definitely am not a person who thinks that we don't benefit by the technology of Western medicine because it is just that it is a technology. And none of us here are free of technology in our lifestyle because we're right here on technology, right? So <laughs> the balance of our life might also need sometimes a technological intervention. All right. I think that's about it. Oh, no, I've got a couple more, a couple more tips here. So what we want to, uh, we want to make sure that we are communicating, listening to the communication from a place of non-judgment. So we want to be loving, compassionate listener to the communication from the expanded awareness, from the awakened awareness, from multidimensional awareness. And this is the same as, like I said, any relationship we we want to not be in a triggered or reactive state, judgmental or competitive in some way or victimhood. Now, it's okay to you we are victims sometimes again in the 3D world, in the conditional world. But we want to in order to be able to utilize what is available to us from the spiritual perspective, we want to be as uh, awakened and ascended from that in order to utilize this. Because we want to be in a place of listening rather than defending and or arguing. Um, so sometimes we take the communication as an opportunity to be a victim. And, and we can do that at any time. When I was dealing with this neck thing, I it was almost healed after about three days. And then it was like three quarters of the way through the day. And then I, boom, had a thought that was pain in the neck too big of a burden and it went wrench and it, it like doubled in its pain and lasted twice as long. But I, I was a victim in that moment and the communication had to show up again for me twice as loud. All right. So a couple more tips, skin, what is skin about? Skin is when skin um, communication comes through. If it's a rash, it's emotional. It's that's the fundamental. It's the magnetic energy energy. If it's an injury, then it's mental. So if you get like a cut or something on your skin, then that would be a mental, that is a thought energy. And remember that skin is the largest organ of the body. So it is the largest system. So that's why it's probably, if we have some kind of skin expression, then it's about the mental, or excuse me, about the emotional body. But if we have an injury that's coming from the outside in kind of thing, then that's probably more on the mental subtle body communication. Okay, so muscles in general, straining a muscle, this is the mental energy or the electric energy. Uh, side note, this could be catalyzed by a longer standing emotional communication like mine was. My, I had an emotional communication going on and because I wasn't addressing it, the feeling habit became a thought habit and then I got my little shoulder injury. All right, so I'm going to show you a little graphic here, and then we're going to do some readings. So give me a moment. I'm going to screen share. This is from 
this is from the um, from the Capucini. Uh, Dr. John Capus is the the founder of the HMI school, HMI College for Hypnotherapy, of which I am a graduate. Uh, Dr. Capus founded the school. He has passed now, and he created what is called Capucinian body syndrome theory. Now, it's similar to looking at symptoms in the body as we do with the chakra system. And so this is just, I'm going to give you a quick little flash of a graphic body syndrome. This is Capucinian body syndrome. So you see the top little triangle there. That is issues that have to do with that triangle. So from the head, around the shoulders, and down a little bit to the chest. It's called crying syndrome, and it is the inability to make a decision or express verbally. So for me, I had an, I had an issue right here. And it's also, so this is, a, this is generalized but you can just look at what the like what the metaphor would be and have that communication. So I was unable to express between me and me what I was being frustrated about and then that's how that happened. So right there in the middle. So mine was kind of it lapped it it, it um what do you want to say it like kind of crossed over to the responsibility syndrome too because it was a little bit lower in my back. And shouldering responsibility or carrying the weight of the world on the shoulders. And that's what I was, that's what the communication was. I have too much to carry. And it was like the vertebrae that were down into that area, literally. Then the next section, oh, okay. So yeah, I'll go with the next one, is the basically in the pelvic region. And this is the guilt slash sexual frustration syndrome. And this is guilt about anything sexual or creative. And that kind of frustration, sexual, creative, feeling, sensuality, all of that. Excuse me while I turn off the WhatsApp so it doesn't make any more sound. And then the next one, we have the arms here with the yellowy golden kind of. This is the fight or reaching syndrome. So we are trying to fight something off or we're reaching and grasping. This is the need to fight off people or situations or that something is out of reach. And then at the bottom there with our legs and feetsies, flight syndrome, running away from a problem, fear, or situation. That is body-to-body communication. I hope that you can take this information into your prayer and meditation closet and come back into communion with the energy and the physical body. Be in gratitude that the physical body is off-gassing, is healing the energy, is communicating lovingly and showing us everything that we need to come into alignment.